it's Destiny. Welcome back. Today we're going to read Fancy Party Gowns, the story of fashion designer Anne Cole Lowe, and it's by Deborah Blumenthal. When she was old enough to thread a needle, Anne Cole Lowe's mama and grandmama taught her how to sew. Wisps of cloth would fall from their work tables like confetti, and Anne would scoop them up and turn them into flowers just as bright as roses in the garden. Anne's family came from Alabama. Her great-grandma had been a slave, so her family knew about working hard just to get by. Anne also knew that doing what you love could set your spirit soaring. So, that's what she did. Working near her mama in the family shop, making glorious dresses for women who went to fancy parties. But when Anne was 16, death stole away her mama. There was no one to care for her anymore, and no one to make dresses. The Alabama governor's wife was waiting for her gowns. Anne thought about what she could do, not about what she couldn't change. So, she sat down and she sewed the dress herself. Then she stood up and ran the business. In 1916, Anne got a job sewing dresses for a woman in Florida. A year later, the woman sent her to design school in New York City. Anne was a good student and a fast learner. But it was 1917 and Anne had to study in a separate classroom all alone just because she was an African-American, and life wasn't fair. That didn't stop Anne. She kept on making extravagant gowns, and year after year, more and more women wanted to wear them. Elegant dresses, party gowns, no two alike. I feel so happy when I'm making clothes that I could just jump up and down with joy, she said. Finally, Anne saved enough money to open a salon of her own in Manhattan. She had big bills to pay and sometimes not enough money to pay them. That didn't stop her. When Anne saw obstacles, she thought about what she could do, not what she couldn't change. One day, Anne got a special order. A lady in Washington, D.C. was marrying a senator. Seven years later, this man, John F. Kennedy, would become the President of the United States. Anne bought 50 yards of the finest ivory silk taffeta and the trimmings to go with it. For months, she cut and sewed. The gown had a wide bouffant skirt with pleated bands and tiny wax flowers. Anne also made all of the dresses for the wedding party. Then, just ten days before the wedding, Anne opened the door to her workroom. No, she cried. A pipe had burst. Water gushed everywhere, flooding everything. Ten out of the sixteen gowns were destroyed. Anne thought about what she could do, not what she couldn't change. She bought more fabric and trim and hired others to help. She lost money instead of earning it. In just eight days and eight nights, Anne and her team remade all the dresses. 
But when Anne brought the gowns to the mansion in Newport, Rhode Island, where the wedding reception would take place, the butler, who opened the door, told her she'd have to use the back entrance that was meant for workers. Anne said that if she had to enter through the back door, then the bride and bridesmaids wouldn't be wearing her dresses for the wedding. So she entered through the front door. The day of the wedding, all of the world saw the future First Lady in the Uni- of the United States, Jacqueline Kennedy, in her magnificent ca- gown and her bridesmaids' dresses in blush pink silk fallet. Hardly anyone knew something more important, the name of the woman who had created all of those gowns, despite the odds. Why? Because Anne Cole Lowe was African American, and life wasn't fair. That didn't stop Anne. Famous women wore her gowns at big galas and on television. I like to hear about it, said Anne. The oohs and ahs as they come into the ballroom. Anne didn't make fine clothes to get rich or famous. She made them, she said, to prove that a Negro can become a major dress designer. Slowly, Anne got the recognition that she deserved. In 1961, she was named official courtier to the to honor her for the 33 Cinderella gowns that she designed for a fancy ball in Omaha, Nebraska. After so long, Anne stood up before fashion's biggest names, head held high, and they applauded her. The end. As I've said in the rest of the stories I've read in the past few days, I hope that hearing these stories of these amazing people inspire you to do more and dream big. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Bye. Hi, I just wanted to let you know that I created a Gmail account so that you could send me emails. I would love to hear where you're listening from. Anything that you would like to tell me, I'm open to to reading your emails about it. And also, if you have any book recommendations, I would love to hear them. I'm going to let you know what it is right now. Are you ready? It's the title of the podcast, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. Again, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon. Bye!